You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's Tuesday, October 17th. This is Arie O'Sullivan with our two o'clock news flash from Khan English News. Rocket fire continued today, and alerts were sounded around the cities of Beersheba, Ramat Gan, and Gush Dan. Impacts were reported in open areas in the south, but there were no casualties. There were also rocket alerts in the Gaza periphery. The IDF continues to mass large forces on the Gaza Strip in preparation for a ground invasion. In airstrikes overnight, the head of the Shura Council of Hamas in the Gaza Strip was killed. The man was in charge of the prisoner desk and directed terrorism against Israelis. Air Force attacks continued through this overnight, hitting over 200 targets. Reuters reports that at least 49 Arabs were killed in an overnight strike that hit homes in the Khan Yunus area, according to Gaza's interior minister. In Nitivot in the south, civilians arrested an unarmed Palestinian suspected of having infiltrated from the strip at the beginning of the war. A crane operator detected the Palestinian and, together with his manager, apprehended him. The Arab said he had been in 11 days and that he was hungry. The suspect was taken to police for questioning. Intermittent attacks along the border with Lebanon. An anti-tank rocket was fired from Lebanon toward a house in the border town of Matula, wounding three people, one moderately and two with light wounds. The IDF retaliated with artillery fire into Lebanon. The editor's report said that an anti the anti-tank rocket was fired uh, into Matula, which had been declared a closed military zone. The head of the council, David Azulai, is calling on the remaining residents to evacuate. Earlier today, the IDF thwarted an attempt by a squad of gunmen with explosive vests to infiltrate into the country from Lebanon. An IDF lookout spotted the four-man squad approaching the security offense and attempting to lay a bomb. They were eliminated, the army said. No group in Lebanon claimed responsibility for that. U.S. President Joe Biden is to come to Israel tomorrow in a solidarity visit, but also as a warning to others in the region against opening wars with Israel. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken, who was here in Israel, said that the goal of Biden's visit was to send a clear message to anyone who tries to take advantage of this crisis to attack Israel. Don't do it. For this purpose, the president has sent two aircraft carriers and additional military assets. Blinken added that the American president reiterated Washington's stance that Israel has the right and duty to protect itself and its citizens from Hamas to prevent future attacks. After the meeting with Israeli leaders tomorrow, President Biden is to go to Jordan, where he's to meet with the leaders of Jordan, Egypt, and the Palestinian Authority. Jordan's King Abdullah warned today against trying to push Arab refugees into Egypt or Jordan and that Palestinians must not be allowed to leave Gaza or the West Bank. That is a red line because I think this is the plan by certain of the, unusual, of the usual suspects to try and create a de facto issues on the ground. No refugees in Jordan, no refugees in Egypt, King Abdallah said at a news conference in Berlin following a meeting with German Chancellor Olaf Scholz. An Israeli military spokesman said today that the status of the Gaza Strip after Israel's planned assault on the Palestinian enclave would be a global issue for international discussions. We have all kinds of endgames, Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari said at a news briefing in response to a question about whether Israel would fully occupy the territory. The cabinet is also discussing what could, it could look like. There is also a global issue, what the situation will look like in this region, he added. The United States is bolstering its forces in the Middle East, and Pentagon has ordered about 2,000 U.S. troops to be deployed in the region. 
The Associated Press said that the U.S. officials told them that the troops would not be sent to Israel, but other countries in the region. And the head of U.S. CENTCOM, General Michael Kurilia, has arrived in Israel and met with top IDF brass and Defense Minister Yoav Gallant. I'm here to ensure that Israel has what it needs to defend itself, and in particularly focused on avoiding other parties expanding the conflict, he said in remarks provided by CENTCOM. German Chancellor Olaf Scholz will arrive in Israel this afternoon for a solidarity visit and to meet with the families of the abductees. He is to be the first world leader to come to Israel to express support. The Hamas has released a video of a young Israeli French woman, they say, who was abducted in Israel and are holding captive in Israel. IDF spokesman Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari said that this was a Hamas uh, psychological warfare and other videos were expected to be released. Taking a quick look at the weather, and it will be rainy with light local rain in the north along the coast tomorrow, cooler on Thursday. Maximum temperatures for the main regions, Jerusalem 23, Tel Aviv 27, Haifa 24, Tiberias 31, Beersheba 26, and then a lot going up to 32 degrees centigrade. We'll be back with another news, special news update at 5 o'clock. You can tune in at 101.3 and 100.3 FM and on the Khan Rekha digital platforms. And join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program.